0: is Nico Medved, the men's basketball coach of the Colorado State Rams. You're listening to the hall Show on 1310 KFKA. Big one tonight at uh, Moby Arena, and we've said it all year in the Mount West. Uh, rule number one: not every team has followed this, but you know, for the Rams, it's worked so far. Rule number one: win at home maybe steal a game or two on the road, and it's a game right now for CSU. But they have taken care of business at home. Another big one for the Colorado State Rams. Joining me now to talk about that game tonight, Justin Michael of DNVR Rams. Justin, last time we saw these two teams go off, it was a 77-64 Nevada Wolfpack win in their place. But that was a weird game. You know, you had the... I think that was when you know Patrick Cartier, all that injury stuff was happening, and, and it was just a bad outing for Colorado State. Justin, uh, always great to get you on the show, man. I know you're pumped for this one.
1: Yeah, it should be really fun. Um, there's some questions about whether Keenan Blackshear will be available for Nevada or not. I, the last I saw... Um, And I don't have the account up, so I can't credit the Nevada reporter and my apologies on that. But uh, he was in a boot uh, yesterday in Fort Collins. So that could be preventative. That, That could mean he can't go, which would be absolutely huge if you remember back to that last game. It was really him and Jared Lucas that essentially carried Nevada to victory. CSU offensively definitely struggled. That was one of their worst shooting performances of the entire season. It, it felt very similar to this uh, last loss to UNLV. Honestly, though, where I actually thought the Rams played really good defensively. Uh, they just they could not score enough. So if Nevada's missing Blackshear, he's probably their best on-ball defender and one of their top two scorers. So that that'd be huge. Um, but this is one the Rams gotta they gotta take care of because as you said, you know, before you brought me on here. At least to this point, while it has been kind of frustrating in terms of how the league slate has played out, CSU has been able to take care of business at home, which has been huge for their NCAA tournament resume. And it's why, despite the fact that they're you know currently in seventh place in the Mountain West, they're currently projected as a seven seed in the NCAA tournament.
0: So, how critical is this game tonight, Justin, for um, the you know obviously their ultimate hopes of getting in? To, uh, to the big dance. They've lost three out of their last four. If it's four out of their last five with two games left, that's going to be a rough look. How critical is this game when it comes to their, their position as far as getting into the tournament?
1: It's important. I don't want to frame it through the lens of, like, win or you're not in, because I genuinely don't believe that's the case. I think even if they lost this one to Nevada... So long as they didn't also then lose to Wyoming and Air Force and be like a first-round exit in the Mountain West tournament, I think they'd still probably be okay. Now, that said, even as you've struggled a little bit in the Mountain West here, you're still in a really good spot because of everything you've accomplished to this point. You don't want to blow all that by, you know, losing or going into the postseason in a slide. You know, you kind of want to recover here, get some of that positive momentum back. And more than anything, you know, it's kind of about, Trying to jump back into the top five here, so you don't have to play uh, day one of the Mountain West tournament. Nobody's even reached the title game in the current format that had to play on day one.
0: Justin Michael joining us from DNVR Rams. So you're you're kind of saying basically um, you got to win what at least one of these last three, maybe two of these last three, uh, in order to take all the pressure off of you in the Mountain West tournament.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if you go two and one, you're you're in the you're in the field regardless of what happens in vegas um it's more just about like you want to ensure that you get as high of a seed as possible or you know just ensure that you're not i guess leaving the door open for something bad to happen which you know you lose this one then you lose two straight and then all of a sudden you know you don't have any or you don't have that many bad losses on your resume as of now really i would say the the loss in laramie is the only one you would classify as like a bad loss at least from a metric standpoint, not in terms of the enjoyability of watching the game, um, you just you don't want to blow it here late, is really all it comes down to, and put yourself in a spot where you, instead of being like a six, seven seed, you know, maybe you're an 11 seed playing and Dayton on the first day or something, and that'd be unfortunate.
0: Yeah, no, no question about it. Uh, Justin Michael joining us, DNVR Rams. Um, luckily, two of their last three games are at home, including tonight. That's an eight thirty tip off. It'll also be on FS One. They're home against Wyoming a few days later, and then they're they're not too far away. They're they're just going out to Colorado Springs to take on Air Force for their final game of the season. But Justin, what what is it about the road this year specifically? For Colorado State, they've been so good at home, uh, but obviously just the one win on the road. And that was against Fresno State. So, um, you know, obviously one of the bottom, bottom teams uh, in the Mount West Conference. What has it been? We know the road's difficult, but you know, a little extra this year.
1: I think there's a lot of factors that go into it. I don't know if there's like one thing you could pinpoint and be like, that's the difference between home and away. The simplest way to say it is just that their offense is much better at home than it is on the road, but that's the case for ninety nine point nine percent of teams at the pro and collegiate level for that matter. but you know they've 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 been really tough. um if you look at their defensive efficiency numbers right now, they're actually the second best defense in the mountain west in conference play, and to me, that's why they've been in all these games and it's why even though they're 8 and 7 in the non-west I haven't really been that upset just because they're they're losing to other good teams um it, they've just they haven't been able to find that extra gear that they found at home in some of these tight games you know you're you're sitting right there in the pit with an opportunity to steal one you know you're going blow for blow with UNLV all night and it just seems like they can't find that two, three minute stretch on the road that they find in home games where they kind of break it in favor of them. Because all these games have been competitive, even the games they've won by double digits at Moby, like they they've really all been back and forth affairs. It's about like finding that one stretch, especially in the second half where you can kind of take command of it. And, you know, some of it's been lack of shot making, you know, at times it's been Poor defensive stretches. Although for the most part, you know, like I said, the defense is as good as it's ever been in the Medved era. Um, surprisingly, though, it's the shot making that's been inconsistent. I mean, I don't know if there's a worse open jump shooting team in in the league. It's, it's very weird because these are veteran players, and they're good looks, and they're in rhythm, and they're open and uncontested, and. I don't know, they're just not falling and I don't know why because they were falling if you looked earlier in the season and maybe those numbers kind of even out, you know, as we get into some neutral site games and whatnot. Uh, but I guess that's a long-winded point of me saying there's a lot of factors and it's really complicated. But basically, what it comes down to is the the league's really good and they came up just a little bit short in a couple of tight
0: games. Yeah, I, I think those are all great points, and they they have had all those tight games. And uh, you know, going to your point of just finding the right spots, getting the right looks, they're just not falling. We do see that sometimes. I don't like to be the that's basketball guy. I don't want to be Bud Black, Justin Michael. Um, but you know, there's an I, element I, of that that's <laughs> true. That I, I guess I guess so, um, but I, I always hear that whenever the Rams lose, that's basketball. Whenever they win, it's like, oh, the Rams are great. So I was giving some Rams fans a hard time on X the other day, so I, I try <laughs> not to be Bud Black.
1: No, I mean, I think it's fair to be critical, and the, the the reality of the situation is you almost cracked the top ten at one point, so to potentially not even finish in the top five of your own league, you know, that's a little disappointing. Um the thing that I always point out, though, is if you look at the national champions last year, Creighton, they lost seven total games. They were all the Big East teams. They finished fourth in the Big East after going undefeated in conference play. Uh, they got eliminated in the the second game of the biggest Big East tournament, and then they went on to the national championship and won every game by double digits along the way. You know, I, I really do think that the Mountain West this year is on par. With like a big East or a high major conference, however you want to factor that, I think that there's a lot of familiarity with these teams. You have a lot of coaches that have been in place now for multiple years, a lot of players that have been placed in place for multiple years. So there's just, you know, like there's no secrets between these teams. Everybody knows what they're trying to accomplish. Everybody knows late in the game, we're trying to get the ball to Zay. Like it's just not that complicated. It's who can execute more. And I almost wonder if, you know, we're going to see the benefit of that come tournament time where you see, you know, these teams who are now battle-tested and have all realistically had a chance to win it, you know, hopefully it pays off for them. Maybe it doesn't. You know, maybe that's the optimist in me. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I think it's fair to say, like, it's we had higher hopes and they did not live up to that. But I think if you frame it as a failure, knowing how good this league is and, and just knowing what the quality of play is, I don't know. I kind of feel like you're setting yourself up for disappointment, at least in terms of like the history of this program. It's not like we're Duke.
0: Yeah. Well, no. That I mean, that, that's exactly right. And, and Justin, when you look at this conference, um, yes, I know Colorado State has lost um, you know a good, a good chunk of these games now, and you've lost a, a good chunk of these games, especially on the well on the road only for CSU. But don't you think that this is the the league? This is college basketball. Giving the Mountain West the respect they probably deserve. I sometimes I wonder, and this changes, I think it fluctuates every year, where you can go, does it hurt not having a front runner or two this year? And yeah, Utah State's been at the top for the most part, but I think it still feels like anybody could beat anybody. The Rams beat Utah State by twenty. But I do think this is the powers that be, the fact that we're still saying six teams are probably gonna get in, even though a lot of the records aren't as sexy. Is paying the the proper respect to a ridiculously good conference?
1: I think that's definitely a factor. I think there's some validation that's kind of occurred here over the last 12 to 18 months with Mount, with Mountain West basketball. I also think that the league, top to bottom, did a really good job in the non-conference slate. Nobody had a losing record until January, I believe. So, you know, they they took care of business and they were able to pull out. Really, that's my dog. Um, got wow, like, a guest? You got a guest host back win. there? <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he's getting very opinionated. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a lot of factors. But I think the experience has been huge for the league this year. Whether you, you look at Ladi in San Diego State or Isaiah Stevens and all the vets they have on CSU, like older basketball teams tend to to be more competitive. And the non-conference slate help. The metrics have, have been beneficial, but. It's just a good league, and I kind of feel like it's been a long time coming here now that some of these programs have been able to find some stability. And it helps, too, when you have more brand names, when it's not just San Diego State, you know, New Mexico and UNLV being interesting. I think that helps with some of the the more casual consumers that aren't paying quite as close of attention.
0: Well, yeah, I, I think um, all those are great points, again, when you look at this this conference and these teams that are just... I I think any one of these teams, if we are going to take six, if we are going to see six get in, boy, I, I would think any one of those teams could go on and make some serious noise this year.
1: It, you know, so much of it comes down to the draw and, like, you know... Or- who did you get matched up against and where, like, playing Michigan in Indy was kind of, it wasn't a true road game, but it was, it was kind of a tough spot two years ago. You hope that some things go your way uh, in that regard, but I'm excited to see how it plays out. I think with the, what we saw from these teams now over a large sample size, I'd be pretty surprised if it's another one of those years where, like, the Mountain West gets five teams in and they all lose in the first round. I just, I don't see that happening.
0: Justin Michael it's going to be a good one tonight and a late one for you I know especially for writers you know the game (laughs) ends and you're not going anywhere you're going to be there for a while so uh, it's going to be a late one for you hopefully hopefully for the Rams sake it's a good one hey I hope so
1: man but it's been a fun year I'm just trying to enjoy the ride I think uh we all should recognize how fortunate we are to get to watch a guy like Isaiah Stevens.
0: I think you're a hundred percent right. You know, there's been some special players for CSU. You talk about, uh, Shield, you talk about Isaiah, you talk about David Roddy. I mean, there's been some great things going on at Colorado state.
1: Makes it a little bit easier when you're up at 2 a.m. Right. It,
0: sure. <laughs> it does, man. It does. Well, Justin, we appreciate you, my man. Hope to catch up with you soon. Anytime, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Justin Michael, DNVR Rams, 40 minutes after the hour. Angel, we're uh, overdue here. Let's jump out real quick and get the latest on the local sports flash.